Hi everyone, got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into wildlife and drawdown. These stories are truly incredible, and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, first story here in wildlife. This is coming out of HuffPost.com. Dozens gather to watch endangered tortoise release on New Mexico ranch. While the average lifespan of North America's largest and most rare tortoise species is unknown, biologists have said it could span upward of a century. So saving the endangered species is a long game, one that got another nudge forward as U.S. wildlife officials finalized an agreement with Ted Turner's Endangered Species Fund that clears the way for the release of more Bolson tortoises on the Media Mogul's ranch in central New Mexico. The Safe Harbor Agreement will facilitate the release of captive tortoises on the Armendaris Ranch to establish a free-ranging population. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Director Martha Williams said the agreement, which offers private landowners protections from regulations, can serve as a model as officials look for more innovative ways to work within the Endangered Species Act. Sean Sartorius, a field supervisor with the Fish and Wildlife Service, said the results of the breeding and restoration efforts for the slow reproducing and long-lived animals will not be known in his lifetime. What we're doing here is establishing a population that can be handed off to the next generation, Sartorius said. Second story here is uh, out of abcnews.go.com. The Biden administration announces $200 million in funding for Upper Columbia River Basin salmon. The Biden administration has pledged over $200 million toward reintroducing salmon in the Upper Columbia River Basin in an agreement with tribes that includes a stay on litigation for 20 years. The Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation, the Coeur d'Alene Tribe and Spokane Tribe of Indians signed the deal with federal officials, the Seattle Times reported. The funds from the Bonneville Power Administration will be paid over 20 years to implement a plan led by the tribes to restore salmon and steelhead in the basin. Constructing the Grand Coulee Dam about 80 years ago in eastern Washington and Chief Joseph Dam downstream stopped salmon from migrating into the basin and through tribal lands, cutting off tribal access to the fish, which leaders say has caused devastating cultural harm. Salmon runs in the Upper Columbia had been abundant for thousands of years and were a mainstay of tribal cultures and trade. In 1940, tribes from around the Northwest gathered at Kettle Falls for a ceremony of tears to mourn the loss of salmon at their ancestral fishing grounds. Jared Michael Erickson, chairman of the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation, said in a statement from the White House Council on Environmental Quality. He continues, The federal government is taking a major step forward uh, righting that historic wrong. The Colville tribes look forward to our children celebrating a ceremony of joy when salmon are permanently restored to their ancestral waters. Second category of drawdown. This is coming out of CNBC.com. A group of 25 U.S. governors promised to install 20 million heat pumps by 2030. A coalition of 25 state governors announced a major push to reach 20 million deployed heat pumps by 2030, they said in, a new, in New York City. That would represent a quadrupling of the number of heat pumps installed in 2020. Heat pumps are energy efficient replacements for furnaces and air conditioners. They use electricity to transfer heat as opposed to generate heat, and they can either heat a building when it's cold outside or cool a building when it's hot outside. 
Compared to a gas boiler, heat pumps reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 20% when operating on emissions-intensive electricity, and as much as 80% compared when operating on cleaner electricity, according to the International Energy Agency. Okay, last story. This one's coming out of APnews.com. California lawsuit says oil giants deceived public on climate, seeks damages. The state of California filed a lawsuit against some of the world's largest oil and gas companies claiming they deceived the public about the risks of fossil fuels now faulted for climate change related storms and wildfires that caused billions of dollars in damage. The civil lawsuit filed in state superior court in San Francisco also seeks creation of a fund financed by the companies to pay for recovery efforts following devastating storms and fires. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom said in a statement that the companies named in the lawsuit, ExxonMobil, Shell, Chevron, ConocoPhillips, and BP, should be held accountable. For more than 50 years, big oil has been lying to us, covering up the fact that they've known how dangerous the fossil fuels they produce are for our planet, Newsom said. California taxpayers shouldn't have to foot the bill for billions of dollars in damages, wildfires wiping out entire communities, toxic smoke clogging our air, deadly heat waves, and record-breaking droughts parching our wells. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I really look forward to sharing more in the future. Thank you.